0: Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, The Garage. This is The Brothers Catch-Up, a weekly podcast where two brothers come together to catch up. I'm Sal Biazzi. With me, as always, is my brother. Frankie. I have to say I'm embarrassed. You should be. I usually am, but I am especially right now. Why? I really do miss Twitter. And I hate that I miss it. Dude, Twitter's, but Twitter's been... But Twitter and what's going on there. And now it's like, here's the thing. Before... It was like, they're just censoring everyone. So I understand that I'm just part of this big thing that's happening against people who share my opinion. But now, Andrew Tate can go back. Kanye West can go back. Donald Trump can go back. And for some reason, I'm worse than all these people. I am the bigger danger. And now I'm, like, mad about it. Is that why you're embarrassed? Because you're a terrible person? No, I'm embarrassed because I care. Here's why why you should care. (laughs) Twitter's been an electric factor. Like, <laughs> dude, ever since Elon, like, really took over.
1: It's, it's been great.
0: Dude, it's so fun. I and by the Twitter way, account. do you remember, like, when I freaked the fuck out on you, like, probably like about a year ago, about Elon Musk? Because I was going through a Musk phase where I, like, I was, like, really into Musk. Maybe, I don't know. And you were, like, kind of giving him shit. And I was like, I got, like, real defensive about him. <laughs> um, not a Musk guy. Was for a little bit. I think I didn't like him fine. He, I don't for all the billionaires. But is he my favorite of all dude, the billionaires? Is, Twitter is crazy. <laughs> everyone so three days ago, everyone started tweeting about this is it for Twitter, if I don't i I'm gonna get this last tweet off in case Twitter's like and I'm just tweeting away going, You guys are so dumb. Where do you think Twitter's going? <laughs> it's gonna disappear. I think we're turning off I'm sorry. Twitter doesn't need <laughs> 1,000 engineers for it to run. They need like six. They probably not need anyone. It could and probably like, just run without anyone. So then, like, everyone, all like the liberal people who hate Musk are so funny because they're just like, this guy, can you imagine being a billionaire and being a terrible businessman? It's like, if that's really what you think, like, if you really think Elon Musk is driving Twitter into the ground he just, because he's incompetent, he just I, burned $44 million to buy Twitter. And billion. What did I say? Million, yeah, billion. He just born b- burned it. Like just, it, that's what you're saying. They're, them. That it's just like a, the stupidest thing he's ever done. A they, they think he's money. incompetent. like he so, doesn't know what he's doing. So he must not be that bad of a businessman if he just throw forty four million dollars into the trash. Bin. Billion. Billion. Yeah, sorry. It's hard to even like. Yeah. Make the adjustment. Well, it's because Twitter. Let's be honest. Why it's is not Twitter worth, worth that, that much? much it's not. It's not worth that much money. Like if I was doing an evaluation well, yeah, so. of Twitter. Yeah. No, but you know why it is because of the influence. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Um, Kanye's second tweet back was shalom. Hilarious. Yep. Guys, are funny. Uh, don't give a shit about Trump being back. Wait, did Trump Trump's not going to use that account? Did he, he didn't tweet anything? I don't know. Uh, actually, I haven't seen a tweet from him yet. I don't think he's going to use it because he's on Truth. Um, Andrew Tate, his tweet his tweet on there was pretty cool. He was on a private jet, and he was like drinking a scotch and like smoking a cigar on his private jet. And the tweet was... Going to the hellscape that is California. Walking into Twitter headquarters and giving Musk a hug. Something like that. Was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Twitter's been fun. Because everyone thinks it's going away. So, like... Also, like, things are, like... Whatever Elon is doing... It isn't working. Like, But I, don't, I think he's kind of doing it on purpose in a way. But, like... I guess the... The like, there's a thing like a bot that checks copyright stuff so you can't post like certain things that stopped working. So, like, people were posting full episodes of TV shows. That was awesome. This has been a fun place. I love Twitter, but also, I will say, my Twitter over the last two years has been such a better place because I don't really follow political stuff anymore. But it's still been it's been a great time. I just don't understand why calling Lawrence O'Donnell a cunt means I can't go back on Twitter. That's crazy, because I call a bunch <laughs> of people cunts on Twitter. I don't understand. By the way... Well, I mean, if I was able to log into my original account... What? I didn't know Don Lemon was gay. Yeah. I didn't know that his boyfriend was a white dude. Yeah, of course. I feel like he hates white people. No. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, like, if I don't know. He might, but... He, I don't think he, like, hates them in terms of, like, not being able to date and work with them because he dates and works with them. I feel like he's very, like, the white patriarchy. I mean, he's also not a real human being. That's true. I always tend to forget to take that into account when talking about these people. They're not, like, if you see a guy on the news, and I'll include Tucker Carlson, who I like to give the benefit of the doubt a lot because I think he's genuine and all this stuff. But, like, if someone's on the news telling you things, even this podcast, like, (laughs) don't believe it. I don't know. I'm pretty genuine. Sure, I I could be wrong. Well, no, nah, I could be. I am wrong. You, no one could even prove that you there are exist. No, there are no I facts. I don't even know if you're real outside my own mind. There are no facts that back up anything I say. Oh yeah. Well, where would you get them from? Facts aren't real. I was making such a grumbly noise. It just exploded. Mean you just die in here. I just don't want anything to catch fire. Fire so, yeah, so that was that's embarrassing and then I'm also embarrassed is it because truth social just like isn't good and you know it truth social is it's good but it's not it's not Twitter it's just not Twitter though. But that's because you're but more There's so many more people on Twitter and I'd rather be with the liberals yeah like I'm with all these conservatives and I go to truth social for my news a lot of the time but now. haven't we haven't we been talked haven't we talked about that for a long time now we're like that's what separates you or separates people like us is like you want to be around I to the talk other side about this shit. they want you to not exist yeah, they don't want to hear what i have to say like well, i don't want to talk to you like if twitter was just <laughs> like if twitter was just the liberal version of Truth social they'd be like this is amazing this is what we've all been wanting yeah but i would never go to that website correct you'd be like well that's not the point yeah twitter yeah. was fun for i was on twitter for what 12 years And now all of a sudden, I can't. It just blows my mind that, like, whatever. Now, when I made that, I made a second account for the Brothers Ketchup, but it was going to give you access to it, too, and it wasn't just going to be my account. But they banned that account immediately before I tweeted, before I followed anyone. It was like I was logged in. Is your IP address? I think it's because I used my same cell phone number. Uh, But I didn't think that. Change your number. I use a different email. It's not drastic. Well, I, I can make another account, but now they're banning... I appealed the suspension, but they re, but they confirmed that appeal on the grounds that I was evading suspension. But I wasn't trying to evade the original but suspension. Why, but the idea should be I that... I thought that account was gone. So but now I can log into the old account, and I appealed the suspension on that account. Yeah, shouldn't the idea be that you shouldn't have to be suspended anymore? Or at least... If they are going to suspend that account, they should just allow you to make a new Twitter at this point. Right? With Elon and I can't do either. I'm just... As a human being, I'm not allowed to use Twitter. I will say for me, it's been really annoying. Because, like, you don't see any of the things. I can't tag you and stuff anymore. No, I miss everything. Yeah. I miss everything that happens on Twitter, which used to be, like, I inform myself exclusively from Twitter most of the time. I don't know how you do Twitter for, like, like, miss it. Like forget politics. Just like sports. Exactly. Sport I only like, Twitter, have, like the re- the subreddits and I hate those places. Twitter I don't go on any subreddits anymore because I have Twitter. <laughs> like there's no need to go to those terrible subreddits. No. Dude, I hate Reddit. I hate Twitter. I don't But I want to be on Twitter. I don't use Reddit. There's like no point to Reddit. Nope. The people who use Reddit... Reddit is what you just said Twitter wishes it could be. Yeah, kinda. Reddit became a place where only leftists go to get leftist information, or you go to get like, if you have very specific inquiries, you could find an old Reddit post from before Reddit sucked. Mm-hmm. Or if like there is like a niche like thing Community? that you're into, yeah. It's so, like I I'm a subreddit. The only subreddit I visit now is More Plates, More Dates. But even that, I don't really go on it because like the guy just has a YouTube channel, so like, I just watch everything he posts anyway. So like I don't need it. But yeah, Reddit sucks. So yeah, that's my that's my spiel on that. Okay.
1: Are I'm sorry. This
0: week. Um, I gotta be honest. I've, I've never been this amped for Thanksgiving, oh, and I, I don't know s- why. Oh, w- well, that's nice. Right. I'm excited to be around everybody. I'm excited to. You got the baby around. I think that's kind of what's helping it. Um, also, I, I'm on a war path this year. Okay. Football. I'm, no, I'm gonna fight oh. anyone who says turkey isn't good. Turkey's good. It's an amateur take. It's over. People have the problem with turkey is no one has good turkey on Thanksgiving. That's what I, that's my point. It's like you don't not you don't like. It's the same reason why people say prime rib isn't good. You don't not like turkey. Because people just have shitty prime family, rib weddings. Your family can't cook. That's what But you is. go to a wedding, you have the generic wedding prime rib with the shitty everything because it was cooked with 300 other shitty prime ribs. And then you say that prime rib sucks. Or you go to like a Is that a thing? To- do people not think prime rib's good? Yeah, I think so. I've heard that a lot. Oh, dude, I love prime rib. Prime rib's good. But like, I think it's the same thing with turkey. Like, it's so common to have it all the time at Thanksgiving. And then people are like, why do I like this? Well, you probably had your grandma's dried old turkey. Or someone when you get a turkey right and it's good, like you know where the best turkey used to be. There used to be that butcher shop on Manitoulin Road across from the church that would have the turkey London broil, delicious. Oh my god, turkey meat is great. Yeah, no turkey is fantastic, and I think it's an amateur take to be like turkey stinks. Don't overcook it. Always undercook your poultry. It's a hard thing to get right, but if get if if you get it. It's don't actually undercook your pleasure. I was like, it, I've had chicken with like the gravy and stuffing. It's not good. Don't even get me started on ham. If you tell me you like ham, I might as well shove your face into a mailbox. Ham <laughs> is garbage. Garbage. The worst holiday food. Don't give me a Christmas ham. I don't want a Thanksgiving ham. Ham on Easter. Fuck it all. If no, I you're agree. not I doing ha- I spiral hams not if you're not doing and I, this might just be like an Italian well it is an Italian thing but like if you're not doing turkey on Thanksgiving fishes on Christmas and lamb on Easter forget about it what are you doing yeah what are you doing ham joke don't wonder bread with that so I wanted to talk about serious stuff. Like what? Just like my... I have hope for the first time in a long time. Ugh. And I know, every time I have hope, it's never a good idea. Can you stop? But, like, I feel good. Like, I think there's a way we could save the country again. Can you just stop? We might be able to do it. No, like, it's it's getting getting annoying. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, seriously. Like, why? Like, why do you even care? Like, you can't do anything about it. No, but we can collectively. We can't! No, we that can. is we the can. whole thing! No, the done. whole but point! I believe again. I do, I do, I believe. I'm done. Go, go, go! Alright, tell me your hope. Well, and I not, won't shit on There's not one specific thing. It's just like, I think the country's. I think the people in the country, the sentiment of the country, is kind. I think people are getting it a little more. More than I thought they would. How would you know? You're not on Twitter. We need the conservative base that probably would have voted for Jeb Bush if he had gotten the nomination somehow. Those people. And the Democrat base, not all of them, just a few more, just a few more, to understand how corrupt everything is. We're getting them. No. Yes, I think you we are. Dumb. I feel like we are. They know how corrupt it no, is. Not and all of they them. think not yes, of some of them still no. are right up to it. So, they don't they, understand how bad it is. They think they do. Yeah, But, but the getting, thing is is they're, like they keep they're like, surprising them. They're like the corruption is the Republican. There's more surprises that keep ha- that keep slapping them in the face. I don't think so. I think people saw how Mitch McConnell and the Republican Congress lost the midterms lost as in quotes and then they like look into it a little further and I think people are starting to get what's going on like there's the civil war that's on display in the Republican Party is pretty interesting because like now you have actual congressional Republicans who are saying things on the House floor against their leadership that I think is waking up base members of the conservative party who until You're talking about, like, the old... The old guard, yeah. Yes. I don't think until now they understood that their party wasn't working for them. I think they really did believe that, like, Mitch McConnell and, like, Steve Scalise and even even McCarthy in the House... So, I agree with you, but I think that the Republicans and the Democrats are on very different timelines. Like, I think it makes sense that we're at this point... With, like, the GOP. And, like, they're having, like, this fracture. The problem is the Democrats were actually at their spot earlier. And they just... There was, like, cracks in in the Democratic Foundation. And what they did was, like, they kicked their own wall in and just quickly put up a new wall. Now, that new wall is, like, made of styrofoam. It's It's not strong. I think that's fallen too. No, I think it's there. I don't think it's there. I think Fetterman... I think... Someone told me that someone we know said to, to them. So this is all just hearsay. I don't know if it's true. Quote, I love John Fetterman. Unquote. And that is a pretty disheartening thing. Do I know this person who yeah. said that? Mm-hmm. Do I know this person well? Yep. I can guess who it is. <laughs> that makes me sad. I know. I know. Because here's why. Like, you can like whoever you want to like. Here's why. But, like, he is, a, he is a cardboard cutout of a candidate. Here's why I don't like it. I'm not saying you had to like Trump. This isn't a this isn't an argument about if Trump is good or not. But the shit I had to hear about oh Trump can't speak. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Rude. Oh, but you like Fetterman? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, I agree. Don't buy it. You can like him, but you better tell me he's in, he can't talk. Do you, have you watched him talk? Um. So yeah, your hope is dumb, but. I mean, listen, if that's what gets you out of bed in the morning, (laughs) it's good. Are there other things? For me, it's like, (laughs) right now, if I didn't have... I've been thinking about this a lot lately. If I didn't have this addiction to the gym right now, I don't know what I'd be doing. (laughs) No, truly, Like I don't know... What about your cats and your beautiful fiancé? I can't stand being, like, I think it, you know what it is, I actually think it's more just, like, the fear of being an adult, when I'm home, it used to be, like, when I was living in Florida, if a man is at work and I was home, I had no, like, guilt about, just, like, I'm gonna take a nap, I'm laying around, that's it, but now that I'm, like, in my own house, I don't know, there's just so many more responsibilities, it's, like, there's always something, it's, like, well, I gotta do laundry. By the time I'm done with laundry, I gotta put the dishes away. By the time I get these dishes away, I'm already cooking. Now I got more dishes. And then by the time that's done, that laundry's done. I gotta fold the clothes and I gotta get the next load in. And I gotta shower because I gotta get ready for work tomorrow. So, like, I think being at the gym is just like... I'm just gonna be at the gym stuff. Yeah. Well, why don't you just... Well, you know what? You live your life however you want to live your life. What are you gonna say? Well, I was just gonna say, like, just don't worry about that shit. Well, I don't worry about it. I enjoy it, like getting your chores done. Yeah, like it's fun for me. All right, so but I think it—I think it actually is more to do with my anxiety issue. Yeah. That I, if I am not doing something, that's so why I got to get a new Xbox or Pokemon. Speaking of which, I, I can almost, review Pokemon. I almost got a new Xbox <laughs> on Friday. The one or the big one. The big one. Hundred, one oh, 1 terabyte? What's the big one? Is it 1 terabyte? Or is the like... The black a, one? The square? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the little white one. On Friday, me and Amanda, one of our favorite things to do is we go to the shitty arcade in point. Like on the boardwalk. Oh, you're so you going to try fun. and win it? I was playing Stacker. I'm pretty good at Stacker. Like I can normally get like pretty close to the top. I was I was on the top brick. Like the top you know, one. If I, when I hit this, I'm going to get an Xbox. My heart... The problem... I'll tell you why I lost... The nerves got to me. I choked. I. I, The heart. Dude, the heart started going. My hands were shaking. I was like, Am I going to do this? Because, like, I can get to that top, that middle. Have you played Stacker? The second to last one? There's, like, the line that you win the minor prize at. Always hit continue. I don't need no minor prize. I don't need a bouncy ball. We're going further. We're going for the Xbox. If you can get that first one after the minor, you only need to get three more. The next one's really hard, and then the one after that is almost like luck. But if you get them, you're one away. I'm one away. I'm just like, and just wasn't even close, by the way. Missed it by half. half like half if there's seven, run. if there's like, I don't know how many. I think it might be like nine brick wide. I missed it by three bricks. Like that's how like early I pressed it because I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so almost that next box. But I have no Xbox. Well. Also, do you think it's a real Xbox? Yeah, I guess so. It's been there for a while. Also, time. I don't I don't like the idea of the Xbox just falling when you win. <laughs> Into a pit. Well, I'm sure there's padding in there. I think a worker probably just opens the thing and like pulls it out. I don't think it actually drops, but... Do you want my Pokemon reviews? Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I'm interested. So I played the new Pokemon for a long time. I've got a lot of hours in now a full team assembled that I think I'm going to try and take all the way. Okay. Got all six of my guys. Have you beat any gyms? Come to 3 gym badges, but there's other things to do in this game like the gym badges aren't the only Is that It's got your own it's yeah, a yeah. big like open world. You just do these all all these things that you could do. Um So I've seen a lot of the criticism this game's gotten. It's gotten a lot of criticism. Some real hate has come out about it too. From big people. And I think that all those criticisms are mostly legitimate. And I did text you initially, like on in the first night I played. I was like, I don't even understand what happened. Here. Your first so criticism—people like just like started your first playing criticism it. was out of nowhere. You just said Game Freak doesn't know how to make a game. It's insane. They, whatever they do, which is crazy because they've been making games <laughs> for a long time. Which probably wasn't fair of me to say that text because that's clearly not true. They know how to make Pokemon games, so they can make Pokemon games. Because this is still at the heart of it—a good Pokemon game. So if you want to go play a good Pokemon game, the new Scarlet and Violet game is good. I think I, as a Pokemon fan, who plays my fair share of these games, I am going to play this game until I can no longer play Pokemon. I just put in all those hours into Temtem, because Temtem is a good Pokemon game. It's a better Pokemon game in a lot of ways than most Pokemon games are. But I think that what Scarlet and Violet have done is taken the next step, like I said, after Arceus. But they haven't, like, done anything... Like What you want them to do... There's I no think, innovation, but... Not just no innovation, because like that would suggest that you want something new that hasn't been achieved in, like, every video game for the last 12 years. This game still feels like, in a lot of ways, it should be out on the N64. Or, like, at the very least, like, the GameCube. Like, this game is so janky and broken and, like, minimalistic in areas where it could be so good. Like, if you gave the Pokemon IP to Bethesda and told them to, like, go take Pokemon and put it in a Skyrim world so make it realistic it and is, an M rating, and the game that they would come back with would blow your mind. Yes, but here's You're exactly... You're never going to get now, that game. It will never I knew, exist. I knew that's what you were thinking, which is why my thing is, like... Well, I wouldn't think that, that, that was ever going to be that. No, no, of course not. But, like, maybe... Now, I don't know who you're talking about. Like the big people who didn't like this game are. Yeah, but but maybe just maybe this game isn't for you. Like Pokemon at its core is no longer for you. Okay, fine, that's fine. But it is for me because they like, they made this game for me because I'm playing it and there are things that I happen don't think in this they did. Where where, like, I... This game is made for me. Like there's. I think no, they're... Frank, it is. I'm I don't telling think you. I don't think the creators of Pokemon. Why would the shiny odds be one in four thousand? and 126 if they didn't intend for full-grown adults to spend a long time looking for shinies, not just children. That takes a level of dedication for all age players. This isn't a matter of that. That's not why this game isn't good. This game isn't good because it's fundamentally at its core in many different ways, very broken. Like, the graphics are terrible. The frame rate is awful. The... So you're talking about the actual things that make it a game. game. It looks bad. Like why can't it? Like the Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. The map is probably about the same size. Maybe this is a little smaller. It's gorgeous. Why can Zelda get a universe and a world that is a complete A plus title of a game in 3D space? Why does this camera only move in ways that would blow your mind? Like, the camera goes into walls. What's the budget for Pokemon games? It's gotta be j- a gazillion dollars. Is it? Maybe they're just not... <laughs> they're maybe not. Like, maybe they're just like, listen, we sell so many <laughs> copies because everyone just buys them anyway. We put as little money in yeah. these as possible. Yeah, maybe. Because you're operating under the assumption that they care. No, I'm not even operating under that assumption. I'm just saying that, like, I understand why people didn't like the game initially like all those criticisms that come at it from that and even like a lot of the things that they've taken away since Arceus or like generations before or the things that they've added to make the game either easier or to make the game um, let's say just like over time like watered down like it's gotten so bloated with all different Pokemon so like I understand those kind of criticisms but I will say this this generation, the new Pokemon the way they've changed Pokemon even the new gimmicks they've added to the mechanics the way you can explore this world and interact with the Pokemon that are in it and catch Pokemon that shit is all really good and so, if you're just into like hunting Pokemon and growing a strong team, getting your Pokemon to level 100 getting getting an idea in your head of like what Pokemon you want to battle with and then going and building that team this is as good as it's gotten in a long time it's funny you say that, because I just googled it trying to find the budget and I couldn't find it. But that's like one of the articles is like it's actually like Pokemon's best. But it's awful. Because it's <laughs> plagued by so many technical issues. But like, I mean, Cyberpunk Now is a game that people say is great. And like and Do you think they'll eventually No Man's Sky is. Do you a think game they'll, they'll eventually get a Pokemon like right? I just don't understand why if I'm Nintendo, why I haven't Bought either bought Game Freak or said to Game Freak, Hey, let us do whatever it feels more like a Dynasty Warriors game than a Nintendo game, like a Koei game, which is fine for Koei when I play Dynasty Warriors and like it's janky. Yeah, you want it to be that way, kind of in a lot of ways. yeah, but like it would be nice if Nintendo, like, even if you start when my combo starts getting up into the couple hundreds, when I start hitting groups of soldiers. I want my game to just stop. And then go. Because it's struggling to yeah. get everything up. But, like, I don't understand why like, this game like, why you, why Nintendo can't you could still let Game Freak make games like this, but like, also have someone make a game that's more that's just, like, got a bigger idea behind it. Like, a game that's really out there to, like, Bring Pokemon to life instead of well, instead of trying to keep making it like a comic book video game. Like, make it a, a video game. game. Yeah, like if, make it a video. If game. Activision made Call of Duty games the way Game Freak made Pokemon games, there would be no Call of Duty game. Well, we talked about it when Arceus came out. Is like the idea was like this is a fresh good and, idea, and what nice you team. thought was like we're gonna get that mixed with and an they actual. Tried. But they just and didn't they did, hit... they did a lot of things right from You know back, what it is? But they're still stuck in the middle. It's the same issue that Star Wars has. At some point, there's going to be a developer that does it. And they say, we're not doing it. We're letting you guys do it. Yeah. Because the fans are going to be better at it than the, the studios. I just think they don't know. Like, they don't know that, like... That's what you're looking for. Yeah. They're like, Well, we sell a lot of copies of this game. They just want a Pokemon game. Oh, I saw this article that actually it's funny you mentioned that. I saw this article that that I think this Pokemon game actually allows mods in it. That's pretty cool. And what the first mod that someone put on the free mod shop or whatever. I don't know if this is true, so like I I'm just I think I read this. I don't know where else I would get this from the first mod that was on the mod shop was like to remove the final song from the game because it's sung by Ed Sheeran and they think that that sucks and they replaced it with a song by the composer who did like the music for all sorts of Japanese anime like Digimon and Yu-Gi-Oh and stuff like that <laughs> and replaced it with one of his songs which goes to show like the fans want things and yeah. if you give them the opportunity to they don't get know it, Yeah. so what time is it? Uh it's five thirty. Shit. Alright, we should wrap up. Alright. I'm good. Anyway, that was a good podcast, I guess. I don't know. You tell us. I I don't know what Was this me, good? Are you there? I mean, I guess there might be a time when... Well, guess what? There's traffic at all times of every day. Also, I'm recording, so I don't know where you're walking to. It's only getting worse. How, though? Like, how is it getting worse? You know who else is only getting worse? No. Zach Wilson? Yeah, Zach Wilson sucks. He's a scrub. I watched an entire hour-long video from the pre-draft process from a guy who, like, you actually probably have se- probably seen him on Twitter. I don't know Theo. Know. Theo Ash. I probably have not seen him on Twitter because I haven't been on Twitter. Either. That's right. Since but August second, the whole video. It's just him talking about how bad Zach Wilson is, and he's like, I don't understand why people are saying he's a first-round pick. He doesn't do anything well. It was really funny. Yeah, I didn't get the hype around Zach Wilson coming out either, but then I was worried that maybe I just missed something. And I guess, like, he does look like Patrick Mahomes when he's getting sacked. (laughs) Like, they look the same when they're running around for their lives. They look the same until they throw the ball. (laughs) What he was talking about is like He calls him a fake playmaker Okay He says every time he makes a play You can find An open receiver Like a wide open receiver That he should have just thrown to and taken like the play Instead he throws horrible passes That either receivers have bailed out And he's just playing against really bad teams For the most part playing at BYU So funny Yeah I mean that's kind of how it is in the NFL right now with him, he's not. I see a lot of people say that he misses a lot of open guys. I'm telling you, man, that was the one takeaway from yesterday. Like, I watched a lot of football, Dolphins were off. No one in the NFL has a really good offense. Wait, hold on. Turns out, check thing wasn't a big deal yeah uh offense in the NFL this year is garbage yeah so I think there are uh, you know who I think had a lot to do with that by the way what do you mean like offense offenses is being bad are down right now uh Brian Flores how so so many defenses right now in the NFL are running exotic blitz blitz schemes to counteract big pass Teams. Interesting. And the Miami Dolphins again got out in front by saying, "All right, we're not a we're not a big blitz pass team. We're not a big blitz team anymore. Now we're a speed first offense. (laughs) And that's what it is. Because like we now just can't get beat by that style of defense. Because we just throw the ball instantly." I mean, as soon as Mike McDaniel came over, the whole, everything is about speed. Oh, we want to be, like, the fastest team. It's like, why? Like, you never heard that before. You never heard teams like, we only care about speed. No, it's because every defense in the league is now blitzing in crazy exotic ways like the Dolphins were doing. Not as much. And every team's a little different. But I think, like, Flores' defensive scheme is really permeated. Like, think about it. Patrick Graham has been a defensive coordinator in two cities already. Since that first year as Dolphins defensive coordinator, like the influence of that defense is now permeating like half the league. Yeah, and every team does it. And that defense stopped exactly what was big four years ago, which was crazy now, big passing offenses. But what's based weird? Of a West Coast offense. But what's weird about it is like that defensive style is hard to play. Because you need to have the secondary to support it. Because if you don't get home... Yeah, you need the personnel. And there are quarterbacks that beat it. But what I think people have found is like you don't necessarily need to go the route the Dolphins bet, which is like extremely good cornerbacks all and over the place. And send everybody. But like, if you, you just get good coverage linebackers and decent cornerbacks and then like a good pass rush... Because the Dolphins have never had the good pass rush part of it. it well, works. that's why we had to come up with that system. It was like... Well, that's kind of where it came from. It was, like, the personnel we had were we had a really good secondary. It was like, we have a good secondary, and we can't get pressure. And then we drafted a bunch of blitzing safeties and quarterbacks. I miss Brandon Jones, by the way. He He's such a linchpin to this defense. And, like, I, the defense has kind of pulled it together a little bit. But, like, it would be so nice if he were in here for this playoff stretch. There's a lot of guys that, like, we're missing a lot. This uh, another Trey, thing. Trey, uh... What's the Troll, Williams. Troll, Troll Williams. Williams. He would have been nice. Nick Needham? Like, you're telling me yeah, Nick Needham well, won't make a huge impact well. on this team right now? But uh, that's an, the other thing that comes up when you go back and you just, like, watch the condensed game week by week. The names you hear in week one, two, three, and four, and you're like, none of those guys. They're out for this season. They're not just, like, hurt. Needham. Jones. And who's the other? Isn't there another corner out for the year? Eichenberg went out for the year on the, his best game as a pro. Yep. At the end of his best game as a pro football player. Up until that point, he looked like a draft bust. Byron Jones and camp then he played a heroic game. When did what game was that? Was that the Bears game? He played a heroic mm-hmm. game against the Bears. <laughs> and he's gone. It's crazy. So, but that's like the, that's the makings of a good team too, though. Yes. Like, you keep losing guys, but and you're you keep, still good, and you keep playing, like. Not that the guys who are stepping up are playing just as well. You're just figuring out different ways to do it. And you understand that as a unit, you can still overcome the other team's unit and whatever. I like the Dolphins' unit right now. A strong unit. I just want to go to the playoffs. I mean, that's it, man. We put ourselves in a position where you winning, you're winning pretty a, much got to make it. Winning a playoff game is so nice. That's the bare minimum. You can't go one and done. You can't go in and not win. Because I'll die. If you're on the road as a wild card team, depending on how you're there, I'll be like, okay, well, next year. But, honestly, at this point of the season where we are right now... My thing is, I can't look to next year now. are higher. I don't want to look to next year because, like, what am I going to look to next year and be like, we're going to be the best team in football? Right now, I believe we're a top five team, if not top three. So, like, I think we might be the best team in football. Because I think our yes. defense is better than everyone thinks. Yeah, 100%. Like, I honestly don't think our defense... I think our defense has sucked for a lot of different reasons this year. But I don't think they've actually played as bad as the numbers say they've played. Like... In the biggest moments, the defense has played like the defense it's always been the last four or five years. Even during the games where they've played the worst. Yeah. Like, look at the Ravens game. The Ravens game, they sucked for 50 minutes. They were awful. But they made, like, (laughs) two to three crucial stops when it was most important. And then, then we won the game. So, like, whatever. So, like, they did their job. Same thing with, like, the Bears and the Lions games. The Lions games, they didn't allow a point in the second half. The Bears game... It wasn't till the very last drive, and they made the stop. The Steelers game. Back-to-back drives. the Bears drives game, the Bears with game the... Is, fool, is a fool, too, because the Bears game, the defense played really well if you don't account for all the plays where Justin they can't. actually busted the play and didn't make the tackle. Like, if the Dolphins could finish plays, then that Bears game ends with Bears having zero points and probably negative yards. But Justin Field turns every negative play in that game into plus seventy yards. Yeah, like that's crazy. Huge, huge play. But that's exactly what I'm noticing in the Ravens game. Like, if there's a blueprint to beat the Dolphins right now, even though both those games ended in losses for the other team. But if there's a blueprint that's to beat the I Dolphins do. defense, that's what I Is you do. need a quarterback. If you're playing against the Dolphins, away from their defense. If you're playing against the Dolphins, right? Like, if you the Texans. Field. If you're the Texans, yeah. You take Davis Mills, you put him on the bench. You take your second string running back, you elevate him to starting quarterback. You put him under center. Just play football that way. I know that's basically just wildcat. You drop him back like he were like, you were like looking he was to pass going to pass. It. And then as soon as someone gets past the offensive line, go send him on a run. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like Madden, like it were Madden, like just <laughs> then tuck the ball Ingram. and run past the line of scrimmage. Don't. It's not a designed QB run. We can it's stop. We're pa- calling pass plays. Call pass plays, but you tell your running back you're never <laughs> throwing the ball. <laughs> But send your guys out, run, run no, a He's gonna have to throw sometimes. But he doesn't have to throw well. Like I mean in Fields game I think what he He had like two really nice throws and everything else was like. Oh. The Lamar Jackson game, like, he didn't really throw on us either. I mean I think towards the end Just the one. Just the one play. That's why Josh Allen has so much success against us too, because we can't we can't tackle him. We can't get him down behind the line of scrimmage. We'll hit him behind the line of scrimmage. And then he'll run for 10 or 15 yards. Is there a team that actually scares you? The Chiefs are scary. I mean, scared in the sense that, like... You have no shot. No. No, There's no team that I look at that I'm like, my Dolphins, the way they're playing, how they look, and with two at quarterback... We can't pull out a W on the road make at him home. Him, whatever they can win anywhere, anyway. The weather thing, I'm a little worried about because Tua doesn't. Tua, admittedly, by his own admissions, like I don't like to play in the cold. But beyond not like liking to play dude, in the he's cold, trolling. Tua is he's trolling. Tua, Watch what he does in the cold. Tua this year. is a gifted person. Did you see Tua on the practice field today? Isn't it cool that Tua is our quarterback? <laughs> Wait, did you see him on the practice field today? No. Oh, dude. And on Twitter. I when we drafted Tua. We knew who he was. For years before we drafted him. Yes. Like, I have vivid memories. Okay, I have vivid memories. The The day... All right, I'm not into college football. I've never have been. I'm not going to pretend I was, like, this big college football watcher. I, think the- I did not watch, in real time, the national championship. But the morning after that game, because that game is on a Monday, right? So it's the Tuesday morning... I'm driving to work. This is when I was in, living in Florida. I'm driving to work, and I'm listening to Boomer and Geo on TuneIn Radio app. Is it Geo at
1: the time? Oh no, actually, it th-
0: no, it wasn't Carton. It's um, it was probably uh, Lagreca before they hired a full-time guy. So like, it's basically just Boomer and Lagreca, and not uh, Jerry. Who am I saying? I'm saying Lagreca. LaGreca not is Jesus Christ, thing. Jerry. What's his name? Jerry, uh... Recco. Jerry Recco. Very similar names. Um, kind of. Not John really. McGreco. Jerry Recco. Yeah, Jerry Recco. Yeah, pretty, pretty similar. Jerry Recco in Boomer. Can't even pronounce this kid's name. And they're just talking about this play, this play, this play. As soon as I got to work, I pulled it up on my phone and watched it, and I was like, That's special. That was scary. Was that your daughter? Just in the window. <laughs> but I didn't have any reason to think it were them. And it totally looked like there were just people spying. And then I was like fascinated by this kid, and I watched this highly. And then it became like, because pre twenty nineteen, it was like, "Hey, next year we're gonna suck, and we want Tua. Like Tua's the guy. You he's everything about he's Kevin. a special player. He does things other quarterbacks don't do. I he may do. he may not have the strongest arm. It doesn't matter." And now that he's, like, kind of playing that way consistently over the course of Dude, multiple games because he has the opportunity and the support staff and just how everything's around. McDaniel, so man. Good, McDaniel man. McDaniel said, on the fucking plane, plane ride, after he's hired, and he FaceTimes to it and he says, I'm going to get the best football out of you. Just, Can't deny it. Then he did the hour-long lebitard interview. Remember that? And he was talking about, like, know how good Tua is and like he's like no seriously like it, I think I think I can get him to be like a top quarterback it's pretty freaking cool I think it's funny that even in the mic'd up where Tua is standing next to him and McDaniels is sincerely trying to tell him how good he is that Tua doesn't even think about it like that like, Tua is say I gotta keep doing this mm-hmm. Tua is not like I'm playing at a high level mm-hmm. Tua's like no I'm playing football now by the way this is how I play football I think you play better of course, I do too. Like I think Tua has like four hundred yard games in him. He's left a lot of plays out there. And not him though. No, he, he has everyone. But, the team the of receivers, charge, yeah. line. Yeah, I agree. I think that there's, I think that there's a few more games in here that'll surprise. Maybe, maybe it won't even come this season yet. But there's another level of Tua, too, that hasn't sh- shown itself in the NFL yet. What I believe Tua is... But those games usually happen in even bigger moments. Like Tua is not Patrick Mahomes. We know that. But what I think Tua is... We've seen it now for three weeks in a row. He's like the Mickey Mantle of football. For three weeks in a row, he's posted a 130 pass rating. Right now, he, he has a... He's better at football. He though. has a passer rating of 118 for the year. Yeah. I think Tua could be the first... Player we've ever seen go a full year, like maybe next year, the year after. So I like think he can post kind of a 130 for a full year because that's just the level of football he plays. Yeah, he can consistently play mistake free quarterback. Yes, that is who he is. And like, and he's only going to, I think he's only going to get better as he gets smarter and he knows that and he learns this offense lear- even more. Gotta, what he's got to learn more than anything is how to play within himself mm-hmm. and not once he's re once he's now confident and understands how good he is if he can then mature to the point where he's like i'm not proving anything to anyone now all i have to do is put my guys in the position to take me where I want to go. Like, when Tom Brady was winning championships consistently, Tom Brady wasn't doing anything spectacular. Mm -mm. Tom Brady was just winning football games. He played his brand of football. He was throwing the ball to his guys who he trusted. He got down the field, they scored a touchdown, he sat on the fucking bench. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of football I want to see Tua start playing. He kind of is, but when when it's literally there's nothing that can shake him is when you know it'll happen. Everyone compares Tua like, Kurt Warner or, like, Drew Brees. It, I've, I've been saying it now. It sounds crazy, but I think his comp is Brady. He's better than Brady, though. Like, he's not... Well, he, I don't, I'm not going to say he's better than Brady. No, he is, though. Like, in terms of... Athlete-wise, not like, yes. Not, like, better than Brady, like, he's going to go out and have a better career or he's more talented or whatever. But he's better than Brady in the sense, like, Brady never processed and delivered, and executed the way Tua does. Like, Brady's good at anticipation, and Brady can read the field and strike quickly, but it was the whole thing that Brady did. But Tua is just far and away more advanced in recognizing and executing. I don't think Tua is as good at Brady as, like, leadership. I don't think Brady... I think Correct. Tua's, I agree with that. I don't think Tua is ever going to have that, like, mentality that Brady has where, like, Brady will slit your throat on the football field. Tua, even like in his highest moments, and that in the mic'd up, like you can see, he's not—he's having fun out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and like Brady has fun out there. But Brady's it's been, not the kind of fun that Tua is having. Brady's fun is like stabbing a homeless. We're man down five. Dark. We're down five. Rally, <laughs> and I lead this team back, and I get hit, and I get to yell in the ref's face. Like that's fun for Brady. Yeah, he ends that game. He goes, "Woo! That was so much fun." <laughs> Two is like, let me just go out there and throw for six TDs all over you and kill you, and I'm having a blast. Doing a Hawaiian little hula dance, yeah. So it'll be cool if he gets there. If like in three years from now, another three years, he's like had a few seasons where he's gone without missing games, and he's just cons- fallen into this place where he's consistently a top quarterback, and people know that two is good. I mean, we're gonna feel like a whole different franchise before. People will be coming back and listening to these podcasts. I mean, Before like, we stop talking oh about Tua, I do want to give an update on my bet. The cash out is now. Cash out's gone. Oh, they're taking away. I've been revoked of my cash out. So last time we talked, Aaron Judge was not officially the MVP yet. Yeah. Aaron Judge One officially man. your twenty twenty two baseball season American League most valuable player historic season. Got to watch every single at bat. Never enjoyed anything more in my life. It was great. As soon as Aaron Judge won, it was Wednesday night, the cash out came in. Five grand. They're messing with your head. And I didn't take it. Didn't even think about taking it. I had people telling me to take it. No. Who would tell you to take it? it other people. Don't to like, listen to those people on anything ever again. And Mahomes people no spine. Now it was a bye week, so I was really hoping Mahomes was going to have a bad game. Mahomes had an awesome game. Game-winning drive, as usual. Doesn't matter. Tua still has a lead in a ton of categories, and as long as Tua plays his football the way he's been playing, it won't matter what Mahomes does. I fully believe that. God uh, bless cucumber. Oh, didn't work. Didn't work. <sighs> so no cash out from me. They took it away. Hmm. But they took it away after his game.
1: Yeah, I'm assuming it'll
0: come back at some point. That's a mistake on their part, because you're most likely to take it after Mahomes has that game. I look to take it. they took it away because they're thinking, Mahomes is going to win it. We're not even going to give this guy five grand. But that tells me that Tua Tua knows, like inherently in his blood. He's going to come out this weekend and just like, he's going to slap the Texans around so hard. This game is the perfect story. I've been thinking about it for a very long time. I feel... Dude, I was thinking about it today. I was like, I feel bad that it's the Texans. Yes. It's perfect. I I almost wish we were playing a harder team off our bye. No, this is the perfect. It's like a little tuna. Sorry, Texans. Texans look like dog shit. They have no offense and they have no desire to even win a football game at this point. The Dolphins are coming in with, with still a little bit of disrespect and people have forgotten. I think... On the road, the Texans are gonna wilt in our heat with our offense. I hope. This was today on the practice field. You're telling me he's not gonna ball out on Sunday? The vibes are high. The guys love him. He's playing at an elite level. This dude's trying to get his own dance. Dolphins by fifty. <laughs> I would love it. We might. We might put up sixty. What do we think of the Cowboys? Not good. Great defense. Bad offense. I know they just put up 40. but like they killed the Vikings. I don't care. I think that was kind of a trap game for the Vikings. Dak Prescott's very inconsistent. I don't trust him to always be good. Listen, I'm not worried at all about the Giants plus 8 on Thursday. I'm worried about that. You are, I'm not. That's like the one I'm most confident in. Divisional game, 8 points. No way. On the national, on a national stage, me, the, un- the objective—not a Giants fan person who watches a lot of Giants because they're my local team that I don't hate—tells me that this is a game the Giants get absolutely destroyed. Isn't it? Nah, it is. Like they go to they go to Dallas on a short week, and a big game. Everyone in the country is going to be watching when they're good, but over their heads. And they're going to get embarrassed in Dallas, and the Giants fan is going to not know what to do with themselves. So here's that's, how I that's look at it. Where I'm at. On here's I, now, I hope how, I'm wrong. Here's I'm how I look the Giants. at it. Here's how I look at it. They've played hard nose football. Absolutely. All season. Yes. Coming off their bye, right? Those was off their bye they just lost? Did you ever look up the receiving stats I was telling you about? uh uh-uh. Oh, you got to pull this up. Coming off their bye. Right? They were on the bye, and then they're playing the Lions, I think. The Lions whooped them. At home. Brian Dable's not going to let that stand. A lot of reasons for that. There's only so much that Brian Dable can do. I agree. Which is why I fully believe this game against the Cowboys is not going to be a blowout. It is going to be a slog, trench warfare, brutal beat-me-up game. You can take the under... That's a lock, and I mean, that's where you might be onto something because the Giants defense and they may, they the, might lose is the healthier, better unit. They may still lose, but I think it's like easy a one score game, if not like a point, two if points. If the Giants' defense can show up, then yeah, you'd be right. But I just think that that's what I think. I just think this is the game that where they kind of had their collapse. My only I think thing though, into the playoffs, they'll lose a playoff game. They'll, the my, Giants fan will have to take it as a good year. My big but this thing is the start of the. The air coming out of that balloon. My big thing is I am terrified of Tony Pollard, though. He's the, he might be the best running back in football. I'm telling you, dude. Look up the scariest thing about this game All is right, how. So what am I looking how, up? Look up Giants receiving stats, just like 2022 Giants wide receivers, and it'll show you. Saquon Barkley is number one. He's the number one receiving player on the Giants by a lot. The number two is a tight end. Then look at the next three guys. Let's see. New York Giants. All right. Receiving. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Darius Slayton has 413. That leads the pack. Darius Slayton, is he a wide receiver or is he a tight end? No, he's a wide receiver. Okay. Uh... Tyreek Hill more than doubles him. So that's just like... Tyreek Hill a, has 1,000 a yards. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's <laughs> It's a different level. Um, the drop-off from their number one to number two is 239. See, I thought that guy was a wide receiver. So, I mean, a tight end. No, he's a wide receiver. So 413, 239, 227, but he's out for the year now. Saquon, right there at 210. And then it's just... One fifty four, one fifty two, one twenty two, one hundred and six. I don't know. Yeah, I. That's not great by any means. It's actually. It's not, it's not just not great. It's like. It's bad. When you compare it to like what just Jalen Waddle, Jalen Waddle and Hill have produced two thousand yards of offense almost, and their entire receiving core hasn't touched a thousand. Yes, but maybe it has. Maybe it's like eleven 1, hundred.
1: Well, the entire <laughs>
0: receiving core, they're at nineteen. But like, if you take out. If you take out running backs and tight ends, they're only they're like literally just above a yeah. thousand, like maybe fifteen. So that's hard. It's hard to win that way. But my argument would be, we're running the ball, baby. Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Saquon Barkley's a monster, and you're right. And Daniel like, Jones is spreading it out. But you just saw on Sunday why you need to be able to pass a little bit. dude. Like, and the Giants nothing, are going into a similar game that they just lost against a, maybe a better opponent. Daniel Jones is completing 65% In of passes. Week. Danny He's throwing for nine touchdowns. Either. He's only throwing four picks. He's not turning the ball over. He's not fumbling. All you need with this team, with their defense and their, their running game, is get a quarterback to spread it around a little bit and not make back-breaking interceptions, and you can win games. That's what they've been doing. Except so for Sunday what the Lions do? They got Daniel Jones to throw a pick. Daniel Jones also not that good. We know that. A cute dog. All right, let's stop this here. Uh, we gotta talk about real stuff. Okay. Like Pokemon. <laughs> Uh-oh.